0: Welcome to the Dog Show Show podcast, presented by the Staffordshire Volteria Society of New South Wales, and featuring Kim Reader. Oh, welcome, to, welcome to the latest episode of the Dog Show Show. We're here with Barb and Kim. But this is very exciting for us here in the mm. Dog Show Show, because this is our first ever international international, guest. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> yeah. So, international guest... We'll do you the honor of introducing yourself and telling us a, a little bit about your dog breed?
1: All right, uh, well, my name's John Ryder, mm-hmm. um, and I show and breed Staffordshire Bull Terriers. I have done for the last, um, well, I can't off the top of me, head 30, 30 plus years, right? Wow. Um, my fix is my prefix is Canichore, um. Now you said and you said I, off air
0: that you'd have to kill us if we if you told us where the prefix no, came no. from. <laughs> it,
1: it, it, a lot of people have often asked me how did I come about that, and um, it was uh, when you apply for an effect for the from the kennel club. Yep, you um, you give <coughs> several choices, mm. and everyone was um, denied, and uh, that was the last one on the list. Can it But what it was at the time, before I got into um, showing Stafford's, I actually, uh, I had working dogs. Um, I was hunting dogs and uh, I used to do ferreting, coursing. So I had all the the running dogs as well as the terriers. And there was a particular, I was reading a book by um, a guy called David Plummer. He, uh, he's famous for the plumber terrier,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, especially in England. And um, he he used to do a lot of dealings with the the gypsies, with the, with the running dogs, like the lurchers and things like that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And they used to call a particular running dog a canature. Yeah. And what they used to do is let the dog out. Oh, the dog used to go and steal chickens and, or game or anything like that and yeah. bring them back to the house. So it's it's a breakdown, can he chore? And that was a a slang word, chore, stealing. So I threw that one in the bag as well as the other choices, but that was the only one that was picked out by the Kennel Club. So that was was how I, I actually, yeah. Got that effects. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's a
0: gypsy slang term for whether your dog can steal
1: a chicken. <laughs> that's it, and, and not get caught.
3: Oh, not get caught. That's the
1: important part. Yeah. <laughs> that's important.
3: It's interesting because chore here is a job. Like we get our kids to do chores. So chore yeah. there is yeah. stealing.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. But right. that's that's a slang word, right? Uh, yeah. For it, but obviously, yeah, chore a chore is. You know what you would give your child anyway, yeah. We, yeah. we still use that. But yeah. okay. the same word for it is, is, um, is chawing something, so you know, it's stealing. So, oh, right.
0: if we were to use it in context, like it, someone might say, Oh, you know, that dog can't chaw,
1: and that's yeah, yeah,
0: that dog can steal and not get caught.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs>
2: that's it.
1: Because, yeah. ah. you know, the majority of the gypsies when they used to hunt were, were poking, <clears throat> mm-hmm. so basically, they were stealing off the land.
3: So basically
1: you're saying that them dog's them. a sneaky little thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and I've few. had a few sneaky little Staffords. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was gonna be my next question.
0: Can they actually do what you, <laughs> can they do what their name tells us that they can do? Yeah, you know?
1: Well they they, they they can be very sneaky and um take you by surprise when another dog comes past. Yep. If they're that way inclined. Yeah. But these days it's um you don't see that so often now in the in the show ring. Yeah, I think that outside of it's been suppressed so much. I think we're we're going to be in trouble sooner or later with it because uh, you can only bottle that up for so long and then it explodes. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, it'll it'll throw back every once in a while and the dog will actually yeah. do yeah what it's yeah yeah what it's bred to do.
1: That's right. Yeah, and and and, and what we don't want is it to. Um. Uh, blow up in our faces and end up attacking us. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um. Because it's got to be, it's got to be sound with people. Yep.
0: Yeah. What is it? What, what, what was it the standard said? It has to be a gentleman. Ah.
1: Uh, uh, yeah. Our, well, it's our got, standard. Yeah. It's oh, a, your
2: standard. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Our standard. Sorry.
3: Well, right. it's your standard too. But basically, it says that it's um. Got to be good with people, and in particular, children. Yeah,
1: it's got yeah. to be totally
3: reliable, isn't it? Yeah, totally reliable. Mm. Yeah.
0: We um we did that whole we did a whole episode a couple of weeks ago on or a couple of episodes ago on the, the Australian standard, um. Mm. So, but I, I've got I guess what is it what. Are, would you be aware of what are the differences between the Australian standard and the English standard, or would they be the same?
3: It is the English standard we use. Uh, we are. Yes. We oh, have to use the country of origin. Ah, okay. So the country of origin yeah. is England, so we use the English. Yeah. Though it's it's um, you know, different. Like the other day, I did a went to a lecture on dachshunds, and there's English standard for most of them, but there's another one called the rabbit dachshund. Mm-hmm. And it's got an F C I standard, so that's a European standard. Mm-hmm. So we either that's use F C I or English depending on the country of origin. No. Mm.
1: I think it's a bit, bit like America. America's got a slight um it's a wording difference mm-hmm. yeah. in some of some of the parts of the standard. Mm-hmm. It's very much the same, like, but it's it's just slightly worded different. Mm.
3: I think they've got disqualified in theirs, haven't they, for us? In something? things?
1: Uh, yeah, I think I think that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: Where we don't, we're not that harsh. We'll yeah. say not to be encouraged with the English. Terms. Yes,
1: yeah, that's it. Yeah,
3: mm. yeah.
0: So what? What? What attracted you to the Staffordshire? What? What got you into that particular breed?
1: Well, it's um, as I say before that. I I had other breeds. Um, I had Dobermans. I had gun dogs. I had terriers, lurchers, and all that business. And um, I, and I was out. A friend of mine, actually, yeah, he um, he had some Staffords. He had a well, he bought a bitch uh, Stafford, very very nice little brindle bitch, and um, she was doing quite well at the shows. And um, I took a light to him, you know, and I and I often used to see him out walking them and everything, and I thought to myself like, you know, I'd like to look into this breed and
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, see what they're all about. Well, I actually bought one. Yeah, I bought it from a. a uh, a puppy farm actually mm. um i think my daughter was about probably she was about 18 months old at the time and uh i went down and they only had two dogs there two puppies there there was a um a pied pied dog and a little brindle bitch but the little brindle bitch was really outgoing so i just i picked her and took her home mm-hmm. but she never she never she only grew to about oh probably about 13 inches okay. to the withers she was a tiny little thing full yeah. pricked ears and uh but as game as anything she had a heart of a lion, mm-hmm. and um but loved the kids she, she the kids would be in the garden in the, the paddling pool in the summer and she'd be in there with them playing with them all day long and absolutely fantastic so i had her and i then i bought another one um and that one, actually, it it got out and got run over. So mm. um, I left it for a while, and I went to a couple of dog shows, um, Stafford dog shows, club shows, and I sort of I started getting the buzz for it. Um, Seeing all these dogs, all various colours, shapes and sizes and everything. So mm. i done a little bit of homework, and we rang around a few kennels and everything, and it was all gone, and... And this, and then we actually found one, and I, I thought to myself, well, if I'm going to get another one, I want one that's got a good pedigree, and hopefully, if everything turned out, I could show it.
2: Mm.
1: So um, we phoned up this this guy, and I think he lived in North London uh, at the time, and he had one bitch there, but he said it wasn't wasn't suitable for showing. So I said to him, you know, we'll have have another look, we're going to another show at the weekend and hopefully we'll see someone there. If not, I'll get back to you. So I was at the show and someone gave us uh, the number to a woman called Ann Mitchell and um, she had a litter of pups there. So we come home from there and phoned her and she said, well, I've got a bitch here, she said, but I want to go, want it to go to a show home. And it's the last one in the little left
2: mm-hmm.
1: so i said well there's there's a guy that's got one but it's not the the sorry, the person that she had lined up for it mm. only wanted a pet, but she wanted it to go to a showroom right. and I said, well, there's a guy that's we've already t- spoken to um he's got one, but it's only a pet, so what we've done we've transferred numbers <laughs> so so I went down. Um, at the weekend. Well, I said to, this was on a on a Monday, and I said, "Look, I'll come down tonight." She lived down in Kent, mm. um, so I said, I'll, "I'll come down tonight and have a look at, her and I'll give you a deposit or whatever you want." And she said, "No, no, 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 come come down at the weekend." So I went down there on I think it was on the Saturday, and the house was full of people, all coming down there to look at the dogs,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, she put us in a in a different room.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: and um she came out she said right this this is the puppy. that's the only choice you got and I, and I i just fell in love with her Yeah, you know, she was bouncing around <laughs> the my, my son he was oh he was i don't know two like yeah. that's who he was at the time yeah. so he was on the floor playing with her and everything and the bitch was only five weeks old and uh she said look she said have you had dogs before? I said, yeah, I've, do- I've had dogs all my life. She said, look, you can take her now, at five wow. weeks old. Wow. Uh, I said, <laughs> I said, okay. I said, I take her. So we drove home with her, and I never looked back. Mm-hmm. And that that bitch there, she turned out to be our first champion.
3: Who is that? And your name. That,
1: that was Beacon More Christmas Star. Okay.
3: That
1: was the that was the our very first show Stafford. That was. All right. And she become our, our champion. Wow.
2: Yeah. What was so her name again? And
1: that's Beacon More Christmas star.
2: Wow.
1: Champ, champion Beacon More Christmas <laughs> star. Wow. It's more complex yeah. than horse race names. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> cool. And then and then it just <clears throat> snowballed from there. Um I I showed her until she become a champion. And then I decided to take a litter of pups from her. Kept two puppies back from that. Uh, a dog and a bitch. Um, the bitch, she won every puppy class that she went in, but she hated the show ring. <laughs> uh-huh. a- absolutely hated it. Is this is the but puppy. The dog loved it. This is a, the the puppy, the puppy from one. from yeah. Yeah. champion bitch. Um, she she really, you know, didn't like it at all. You know, you know, I tried to show her friends try to show her, but she won every class. Yeah, there was yeah, she was that, that nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh so I thought, well, you know, she doesn't like it. She's not enjoying it. It's it's unfair to her. So I didn't show her, but I bred her to um a dog called Boldmore Spud Murphy. Which was um it was a grant No, that that was the first mating I'd done was bought to um her father was Baldmore Spud Murphy, which I mated to Christmas start.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And we we had this, this puppy. She didn't like the show in. So I bred her back to her grandfather,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which was um, Baldmorphian Barfury. Mm-hmm.
3: He was a lovely dog. And,
1: and out of that litter of putts, um, we got a dog called um, Champion Canterbury young hustler, and he won his third. Because you need three CCs to become a champion. And mm-hmm. um, so it's three CCs under three different judges, and his third CC. He didn't get shown until he was, or he was, uh, I think he was about ten months old, and uh, his very first show was in an open show, and he won. He was in three classes. He won two of the three classes and got a second in the third one. So he didn't end up in the third, in the uh, final lineup at the end. Mm -hmm. His second show was a champ show, which was under a a judge called um, Mm Paul And we got second in that class there. And his third show was another champ show, was the Bath champ show. And he got his first CC under a guy called Jerry Holmes. That was on that was on the Friday, and on the Monday we went to another champ show and got a reserve CC. But his third CC was the best one, and that was in at Crufts two thousand,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which mm-hmm. made him a champion under Joy Shurex. Mm-hmm. So that made him a a champion, and I think he went on uh, five CCs. I think I got with him. Five five cc's, yeah. Mm. And three best of breeds. And then it just progressed and um, I had a grandson from him, which um which I showed and it, he became a champion, which was um Ken Smoky Joe. Mm-hmm. And the father to him was the breed record holder. Um Val Glow uh, Casanova at Cross Guns. And yeah, the only time. amazing. Uh, yeah. The, when, every time he challenged for a CC, um, Smokey Joe, it was against his father. Oh, wow. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and his, fa- his father won the CC, and I got the reserve CC. Um, but as soon as his father wasn't there, I got the CC. So it's. And it's just it's just gone on and on and on and mm. you know now I'm breeding different colours you know I'm I'm on the red side of it now I'm doing reds mm-hmm. I've still got um, black brindles here now but I've I've sort of took a back seat to it a bit more now and then I've got into the more into the bully side of it you know mm. the, the the bulldogs yeah but um, I I still I still enjoy the Staffords unfortunately i i believe the staffords are just they're dying off that you know the the breed the breed that i went into isn't the same what, what it was 30 years ago what's you know, diff, what's different
0: what is different
1: it's the substance is gone mm-hmm. um, the bone spring or rib if you go through the standard and you look at the standard mm-hmm. well, you read the standard and and um you is the breed standard on a Staffordshire Bull Terrier is open to interpretation,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and basically, it's um, it's as it says, Staffordshire Bull Terrier. So it's getting that happy medium, mm-hmm. and but how I believe you should know what the history of the dog is
2: mm-hmm.
1: before you actually start breaking that down. Mm-hmm. Understand the history behind the dog, what it was bred for.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How it how it was raised, um, what? Yes, you know we don't we don't do none of that barbaric stuff now. Um, but back in the days, it was earning the chain makers money, mm-hmm. extra money for the dog fighting. Um, so the dog had to be, in my eyes, had to be a gladiator. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at it, and 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 you look at the breed standard when they started making it a show dog. Um, that was set up, and it, how it 's worded you know it says rather wide at the front
2: mm-hmm.
1: now that 's you know how wide does that go mm-hmm. but if you if you understand the width and when it says spring of rib it 's got to be what you know rather wide
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know it's it 's a dog that 's got to have a barrel chest um not a flat sided chest like a running dog and the, the modern day stafford now if you look at the modern day stafford it's and you look because when you judge a dog um i always look down on the dog and look look at its top you know look down
2: mm-hmm.
1: over the top of the dog yeah, yeah so if i was stand if someone was standing there with the dog stacked up in front of them i would put my foot in between its back legs and look down
2: mm-hmm.
1: onto the dog so you could see the shape of it mm. so you you would see the barrel of the rib coming in and tucked into the sides at the loin, and then big powerful hams. You got no hams on a dog's now. There's no there's no muscle definition in the back end of the dogs. Mm-hmm. The rib is gone. There's no spring of rib.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's flat. So if you was looking down on a whippet, whippets flat sided. Mm-hmm. That should be barrelled. It's, mm-hmm. it's gone. It's gone. Mm. The bone, the bone on the front legs, of the bone, should be ideally it should be round, because that's the strongest type of bone you're going to get. The dogs that you look at now, it's you're looking at a whippet, you're looking at a running dog because mm-hmm. it's fluted, but the, mm-hmm. the bone is fluted, and it's it's just taking the edge of a dog. Some some of the dogs are pretty, you know, they look nice, the heads are nice, nice shape and that, mm. but you've got to look past that, you know. It's yes, that is. That is the um, the powerhouse of the dog. That is the working mechanism of a Staffordshire Terrier. It's biting power.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's got it's got the bite. So it's got to have a powerful head, strong head. But now it's that some of the dogs' the muzzles are getting too short. Uh, yes, they've got a nice, pretty stop, um, nice definition in the eye. But it's pleasing to the eye. It's not functional of what the dog should be bred for, it's not,
0: unfortunately. It's not fit for purpose. That's the phrase I've heard. It's work. not, fit it's for not. Purpose. yeah.
1: That, that, that is the phrase. You know, and, you know, there was a show a little while back, um, I think it was just before Christmas. Um, one of the dogs there, um, for an example, the, the dog won this dog CC, so it had to challenge um, the bitch for best of the breed. Mm-hmm. So the bitch judge goes over the dog, and the dog judge goes over the bitch. Now the bitch, the the bitch judge looked at the dog and said, "There's a problem with its mouth." So the argument was, "No, there's nothing wrong with the mouth." She said, "It is the the mouth isn't fit for function." So she said, "What do you mean?" She "She, says, "She's gone over everyone now. Everyone's looking at this at the side of the ring. Mm. People are filming it and everything." So they've emphasized that there's something wrong with a dog 's mouth, but the story the moral of the story is the dog's mouth wasn't fit for function because mm. its teeth were too small Yeah. so you know it's you know you need the dog needs to bite onto something it needs to hold onto it and its mm. and its mechanism to holding onto something is his teeth mm.
2: Mm.
1: so if they are tiny little teeth canines got to be you know i've I've gone over some dogs and have shot the life out of me when I put my hand underneath its jaw and I felt its teeth
2: mm. you
1: know its top teeth have come down they're protruding fruit underneath its lips and they're that long mm. and it's very rare to see these days like but it's um some of it is shocking mm. what you see mm. you know they're like tombstones in the mouths <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> yeah there's a little tiny, beautiful. little tiny incis- incisors. Yep. You see this on this um, on the bullies, uh, on these XL bullies and everything. You're looking at their dog's mouth and you think it's a big, powerful dog, or a massive type dog. Dog, you think yourself, you know, he has got have really big teeth. Mm. They're tiny little stumps. Mm,
2: mm, mm.
1: It's amazing <laughs> how this, you know, our our the, the breeding way has gone, and you're losing all these things. Yeah. And I keep banging on about substance in stafford's um, bone structure spring of rib um we used to call it a, um a stafford waddle because yep. you know you, you see a you see a um a long distance runner walking up the road mm-hmm. and you see a bodybuilder walk up the road yep. the their mannerisms are completely different role, the roll. that you know the bodybuilder rolls
2: mm-hmm.
1: that's what a stafford used to do. you know it used to roll mm-hmm. You don't see that no more. Mm. All right, it's it's a pretty movement. You get some of them, but they're not—they're not great movers. They're not great. They're not as good as what some of the terriers are. Mm. But you'll see a little bit of a waddle, and once it gets into its pace, you know, some dogs move very nice. But Staffords, in general, are not the greatest moving dogs. But they wasn't meant meant to move. Mm. Yeah, there was there was they were bred to fight in a pit. Yeah. And it was only, you only they only
0: had to move four foot. Yeah, short, sharp, explosive movements dog. versus yeah. like long, you know, yeah. like an Afghan right. running. So bred yeah.
1: for power rather than speed. Yeah, mm. that's yeah. right.
0: Yeah, like a front rower versus a fullback. <laughs> yeah, of
1: course, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So,
0: you, when, how old were you when you got involved in dog shows?
1: In dog shows, yeah. I got involved when
0: I was about, oh, let me see now. I thought it was, two, I was about 22. 22. And how many years yeah. is it now? What did we say, 30 years? You just years? want him to tell me. How 30 old. plus? Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, a gentleman, gentleman,
0: nev- nev- gentleman never asked another gentleman. Six oh. <laughs> <laughs> that now. Is, is that some dogs in the background? Like, yeah, that that's
3: some guest appearances.
0: We often what we often worry because our dog barks a bit, but it feels like it's appropriate to have dogs barking on a dog show podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's another thing. You know, years ago when you used to be in the show ring, um especially in England, like you didn't don't see it so much abroad in Europe or Australia or America or anything like that. You know, you'd be in the ring and there'd be 20 and 30 dogs in the in the same class
2: mm.
1: and you'd have the dogs on short leads and you couldn't hear the person standing beside you for mm. the barking. <laughs> now, now you see, you see them in the ring and they're sniffing each other's back ends. <laughs> <laughs> and you couldn't do that years ago. Mm. Couldn't do it years ago. You now I've, I've been to shows, um, not so long ago. And, um, a dog has had to go at another dog in the ring beside it, and the steward has come over and said, "Control that dog, will get out of the ring."
2: Mm.
1: That mm. would never happen years ago. Now we, you know, we used to get pushed into the side, mm. you know, over into the corner, out the way because yes. yeah. Stafford was so, so noisy.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: but you knew you had a Staffordshire Bull Terrier. Oh, yeah. Now pe- people walk around, walk through the show shows, and they would be shoulder to shoulder. And these dogs are walking through and not even making a, not even bothering, making even nice... looking at another dog. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know, it's it's such a, yes, as you get older, you don't want a dog that be dragging you up the road or flying across the ring at another dog. You, you know, it's, it's, it's got to be controlled. Mm. You know, if the right training goes in there, you know, you can control that. But you've got to be aware because you can feel it coming. You know, you can feel that all that energy coming up the lead
2: mm.
1: from from a Stafford. Because you know, as far as I'm concerned, a Stafford Bull Terrier was a gladiator,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, it's the same as like the pit bulls. The pit bulls had the, you know, they got the bad bad wrath for it, and um, but a prop well bred pit bull was sound with humans.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's. You know, uh, whether we're looking for, you know, whether we're going to end up with all these changes, all, all this um, built up um, anxiety in a dog, or, mm. or I wouldn't say anxiety, a bit built up um, power, everything's been suppressed. Mm. Mm. Come out somewhere, and I'm just mm. hoping it's not going to come out in the wrong way. Yeah. You know, for for someone to get bitten yeah, by a. Yeah. By, uh, Staffordshire Bull Terrier because everywhere you go, you know, they're great and you know, sound with people, mm. and that's that's the main thing. It's got to be, it's got to be sound, it's got to be bulletproof, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's we, got to be bulletproof.
0: We noticed when we got out, so we, we've got little multi shits who cross, but we noticed when. We got our dog looking on sort of rescue pages and pet adoption pages and things like that. We, we've made the joke that if, if we wanted a dog, if we wanted a bull, like a bull breed, we could add a thousand of them. We could add a thousand bull terriers, a thousand bull mastiffs. Yeah. Because, yeah. <clears throat> you know, I, I feel like the, the idea is that people buy these breeds, don't train them properly or don't socialise them properly. So when the dog is, yeah. you know, yeah 100%. is a little don't bit do homework. yeah yeah and they and they just yeah. can't manage those breeds so then they surrender the breeds and like i said we could have had a thousand that's right if we wanted them if we had mm-hmm. the space for them yeah. um but they just yeah the, the 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 dog isn't like i well again you guys know the ter- terminology better than i do but it isn't socialized properly it isn't trained properly to actually live in a household that's right. yeah yeah but then still be able to do what it needs to do and I guess that's the other part as well that's the downside to it like You've got this breed where it should be a gladiator, if it needs yeah, to be, yeah. and and it gets maybe yeah. a little demonised for that.
3: Well, only yes. set up one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah
2: they problem. shouldn't no, go looking,
3: looking
1: for, trouble. for trouble. Yeah, they don't
3: but go looking for trouble. They just they just no. defend them. Know how to manage themselves.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, that's the main. And and people, it's education. I think, and, it, and it's a big part. When I when I first started um showing, like Christmas style. Um, every opportunity every sort of every seminar that was coming up every, any talk that was going on about brief specifics I was there mm-hmm. and, and I always make sure if I want to learn something I will pest someone to find out mm-hmm. um, and you know I'll keep asking questions keep asking questions and that's how I got to meet so many people
2: mm-hmm.
1: just, just by asking questions going into because back then you know, everyone used to go lunchtime at the show and have a f- couple of beers, or when the bit and when the show finished, have a few beers. I was there. I was listening to all the old boys talking and listen to everyone's stories, mm-hmm. asking questions. Um, yes, I made my own mind up about it. You know, and I listened to a lot of I listened to a lot of rubbish as well. Mm-hmm. And you, know, you sort of you said... It, if you if you want to learn something, you sieve through all these bits and pieces and uh, you take good from everything mm-hmm. and put it together. Um, had I listened to a lot of people at the time when I made it Christmas Star, maybe I'd never have what I had now. Mm-hmm. I had it set in my head what I wanted to do, but I'd, I was trying to get reassurance from other people that have been in a long, long time than me. Uh, and see, seeing if I could get advice from them, mm-hmm. and a lot of people coming back with negative um, mm. comments, and then saying, "Oh, you use my dog, use this," and and I had it in my head to use a particular dog, and I stuck with that. You know, I listened. Yes, you know, I listened to everything people said, but I, I worked it out for myself and put myself it And it was just one person who I asked what he would do and he said he'd use the dog that I was using mm. and I said well that's good enough for me mm. and who was that what, and that's what I did who was that
3: that was
1: uh, that was Mick Clark <laughs> Mick didn't want to say nothing but um, I said to him I said look you know, if she was your bitch Mick what would you use and he said well he said why don't you why don't you have a look at this dog why don't you have a look at that dog and Terry his wife at the time said Mick He's asking you, if he's your dog, what would you do? Yeah. And he said, well, I'd use Spud Murphy.
2: Yeah.
1: I said, thanks. That's, yeah. that's, that's enough for me. Mm-hmm. And that was the dog that I always wanted to use all the time because I ended up showing that dog as well. Mm-hmm. So I knew everything about the dog. Mm-hmm. I knew his temperament. I knew how he wanted to work. Um, I got into his head, the dog's head. Mm-hmm. So I was sort of one step ahead of the dog as well. So I understood the dog. I, I knew every inch of the dog. So, and I loved his mother as well. Mm. So, everything sort of worked out for me. You know, some people it never works out for them, but I'm lucky enough it worked
0: out for me. I'm really interested. Like, if you're looking at a dog, okay, I feel like you you, you know what a champion dog looks like. What are you looking for? What what are the, is there a f- couple of things that you're actually absolutely looking for? You're thinking, yeah, this is a champion?
1: Well, you, I've I've bred I've sorry I've judged dogs and I've gave best puppies in show, and I thought to myself at that point now that dog will make a champion. Yeah, and the ones that I've judged have become champions. So, it's it's I look at the, looking at the breed standard. It's what my interpretation, what I would like. Mm. And if that is there that I like, because I'm I'm very... I've, you've got little... Uh, there's little traits on dogs that sort of bug you. you mm-hmm. know, um, Mine is front. Mm-hmm. front yep. They've got a rather good front. Uh, nice little turnout of past them, but the front has got to be straight. Nothing tucked in underneath. It can't be A-framed. It's got to be how I like it. And if it suits... And it's got a nice ear carriage as well. I like nice little rose ears. Um, everything else falls into place via that. Mm. It's, got have, it's got to have a good eye. It's got to have a nice eye. Um, but then things that sort of take your eye and what you've got to do is fit everything behind it.
2: Mm.
1: And when, you get, like, a lot of people say that they pick a puppy, you know, best time to pick, a, but they say to you, what's the best time to pick a puppy? You know, Kim will tell you the same, like, you know, you can, you can look at a pup at two days old and think, oh, that's, that's lovely, that's really taking me eye. Two weeks down the line, it's another one taking your eye. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, there's a, there's a, a famous person over in England that, he tell you, well, he can't, he can't breed. He can show a dog, But he can't breed a dog. Mm. But he'll tell you the best puppy in there. But the only time he can tell a good puppy is at six months old when he's got it on the lead.
2: Right.
1: (laughs) So, and and we can all do that. We can all see a good good puppy.
0: Yeah.
1: But it's 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 hard. It is hard to pick a dog because you know, I had two puppies in the in the litter, two dog puppies, one of them was Smokey Joe. Mm And it wasn't until the day that it was going, that the, the other pup was going, that I made my mind up to keep him because there, there were peas in the pod. Yep. So I actually kept Smokey Joe mm. and the other one went. He, he showed that You know, he went to a few shows. He won a few classes and that, mm. but never done... Maybe maybe it was because of me pushing it for so much. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, I was at every show with him. Um, the other dog didn't get shown as much, so... Yeah maybe that was a reason but you know you, you look at your standard uh, if I'm picking a pup from my own litter I like seeing it. I'd sit down and see them all day long mm. and watch them watch all their characters you know because they've all, all got different characters mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you see one 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 of you know, you'll see one there that's a real show showman,
2: mm-hmm.
1: really show itself off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The other's a little bit reserved. To, you know, you grab all of them and they they don't want, don't want you putting your hands on. But there's always one there that wants to please you.
0: That's a little bit of an extrovert, strutting yeah, around.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but which is really, you know, it might not really be the best dog there, but he's got the best presence. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, it shows itself off. It makes it easier for you to, to show. Yeah, So... You know for an example a guy I judged a bitch um and I really like this bitch Brindle bitch, and she growled at me at one of the shows mm-hmm. when I was trying to I was judging the Windsor champ show, and she growled at me, and uh I told him to leave the ring well i I gave her a chance actually
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um I let her settle, let her move, come back round, and I thought well I'll, I'll try and go over again, and she growled at me again. Mm-hmm. I said no. I can't do nothing for her. She's, she's something wrong with her. You Mm. know, I, I petted her and everything. Decided to ring before. Yeah. But this day, she just wouldn't have it. Yeah. Anyway, um, he bred that bitch, and he said to me, he had four puppies, and um, he said to me, he said, uh, are you going up to the Essex Handling Club? So I said, yeah, I'm going up there. They are a match night on up there. He said, look, he said, I've got four puppies here. Could you have a look at them for me? He said, I don't want no one to see them. He said, but could you have a look at them before the show and see what you think are the best ones? So he gets there and two, there's four puppies in the in the litter, in the back of his vehicle. And uh, I'm looking at them and uh, he said, which ones would you care? And I said, well, it'll be out of them two there. So he said, why is that? I said, well, there's a bit more substance in them than these ones. I said, I prefer them to them two there. He said, yeah, yeah but if you kept them other two, wouldn't you be doing a bit more winning because of the type of dog that's coming out? I said, no. I said, you've asked me what dog I would pick. Mm-hmm. Now, if I picked one of them two there that I've said, if they didn't win, I'd still be happy to keep it in the house. mm mm-hmm. If I picked one that was winning and it didn't, and I didn't particularly like it, I wouldn't be happy to have it in the house. Yeah. So that's another thing you've got to look at. Are you happy to have that type of dog in your house,
2: mm-hmm.
1: even if it doesn't win? Yeah, mm-hmm. We're all in it to win, yeah. but at the end of the day, sometimes it doesn't work out. So do you pass that dog on mm-hmm. or do you keep it there as a pet? Mm-hmm. And I would rather keep it there as a pet and and sort of and love that dog. Mm. Whereas the other one, if it was winning and it wasn't my type of dog and I kept looking at it, I thought, I don't really like it. Mm. So I wouldn't get attached to it as much as I would do with that one. Yeah. Mm. But but all he was worried about is winning a red card. Mm. So it's, picking a puppy is, is difficult. Um, a lot of people look at things a different way. I... I sit down. I have a litter of pups there. I sit down. I play with them. I feed them. I take them out. Toilet train them. And you see all all their reactions, how they get on with the other dogs, how they with the bigger dogs. You know, do they cower down from them, or are they, you know, are they bold? Because that's what. And another thing is, got to be bold and fearless. Mm. That's in, that's in the standard. So, mm-hmm. you there's that everything there. Lines up. If you want something that's too shy, I've you know there's a a few dogs that I've been going to see, and they're in the kennels all the time, but they're very shy of, of any other interactions. So, but you've got to have something that's bold and fearless. Mm. So, temperament is a big thing. Um then the, obviously you've got to look at the dog. I like to get the puppy, I stand them on a iron board. Uh, because you get a little bit of movement in the ironing, but they seem to freeze a little bit and stand there for you. Yeah, <laughs> you no right, keep, keep shaking them around. Yeah. That's a um, trick. <laughs> so, yeah. So if you've got a little bit of movement on a on an ironing board, mm. they mm. seem to sort of freeze, mm. and you can have a proper look at them as well. Mm. And where I'm old, and I might, you know, sometimes put them in front of a mirror, so I can actually see them through the mirror, rather than try and look down on them. Mm. But a lot of the stuff that you look at on a puppy, um, it's, it's, it's easy if, if you've if you got something in your own house, as well as you're looking at it all the time and you can yeah. pick all these things out mm. and yeah. see all the little breaks and everything. And when you've gotten there for six six to eight weeks, you can see all that. Mm. Because I'll, I'll never say to anyone, you, you know, there's a puppy there for you, but it's always after what I picked
0: <laughs> it's, you know,
1: yeah. that's, 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 that's the the whole idea of breeding keep, got the,
0: to be... keep the good stuff for myself and you can have the stuff yeah, but some, have
1: sometimes it doesn't work out these little um, what's those grow out to be swans don't they so
0: we're going to let uh, you go soon but I've got a couple more questions for you yeah um, sure so it, well, what advice would you give to someone who was getting into a dog, sh- the dog shows? Like they're getting into the world for the first time. What would be the advice that you give them? You you listen to lots of people. What would you say to somebody?
1: Don't get mixed up with all the bitchiness no. because dog showing can be quite bitchy. Um, when you're when you're getting beaten. If you go to a show and you, you go there, you've got a good dog and you're coming second, third and everything, like, everyone loves
2: you.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, they're nice people and all this business. Like, you've got to try and be as, you know, sport. It's, it's a sport, basically, and you've got to, you know, treat people how you want to be treated. Mm. That's it, that's how I look at it. And um someone beats you, congratulate them. There's no, there's no mm. sour, sour bakes, you know. If if you disagree with what the judge says, talk about it on the way home in the car. Mm. Don't air it at the side of the ring. Mm. Um, if you're really that concerned, you can always go and ask the judge the reason why. Mm. That's the reason why I'd say to them. You know, if you if you're if you're that upset about your placement, go and ask the judge mm. on the day because um, you know any judge. So they should be, you know, should be willing to answer any question you you put across to them. Mm. Um, don't get mixed up with all the all the bitchiness. Do your own work when you get your dog. Do the best you can. Ask as many people as you can. Um, most breeders are are really helpful, especially if they if they know that you're gonna gonna show a dog, show one of their puppies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can be very helpful mm. um but you know i'd say don't just don't don't take it too serious uh, because a lot of people do get hurt their feelings get hurt not, not not so much you know physically like it's feelings uh because at the end of the day it's their pet and a lot of people fell it, fall in love with them and um which is right, you know it, the dog's there you you've paid a lot of money for a dog um the dog's got to be healthy, mm. you know you, you put all the work in, do as much training as you can with a dog um don't don't make this dog sick of it you know um you know spend time make it fun for the dog and everything, but just don't get mixed up in all the all the politics side of the dog showing mm. because it can can bring you down mm. and um it spoils it for for you. And it spoils it for a lot of people. Um, you know, success will come if you persevere. Um, if you've got if you've got a good um you know, fortunate enough, Stafford's at the moment, if you've got a good one, it will shine through.
2: Mm.
1: You know, if if you're um, if you're well known in the breed and you take a new dog in, straight away everyone's looking to see what you've got. Right. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're a novice and you've only just started and you've got a good one, people still notice it. There's yeah. there's people there that will still notice you that you've got a good one. Yeah. But just just you know, I would say to people, take your time a bit. Don't get too serious over it. Um don't listen to some of the BS that comes out of some people's mouths. Mm. Um You will find, you will learn. um, You will learn who's there to help you, and there is a lot of people. There's a lot of good people out there that will Mm. help you. Mm. But if they see you got a good one and they're competing against you, obviously they're gonna, they won't give you no. I when I first started showing Christmas Star, I was winning, and um, I was a novice. I didn't know I had to go. I won a money puppy bitch with her. And I didn't know how to go in the, back in the ring again for unbeaten. I run off to go and look at something else. Mm-hmm. But no one told me.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I was
1: going past people who was in the ring, who would have been in the ring with me at the final end.
0: Yeah.
1: I walked past them with the dog and yeah. not one of them said to me, hold on, don't go nowhere because you've got to go back in again. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah you, get, you get all that business. Because they're probably because thinking to themselves. Yeah,
0: they're thinking, yeah, that, that bitch is going to be my bitch. I need to. <laughs> yeah. What,
3: what yeah. country was that in,
1: John? <laughs> Sorry?
3: What country was that in?
1: That was in. Uh, that, that, <laughs> i tell you what the show it was. It was at the Richmond champ show in England. Christmas time. It was under Alec, Alec Waters. Oh, really? Yeah. That was the very first champ show. Alec Waters judged it, gave mine a minor puppy bitch.
3: Yeah.
1: And I know for sure, because he told me afterwards, Told me a couple of weeks later when he saw me, because he said to me, he said, "Where where did you go?" I said, "I didn't know I had to go back in again." And he said, "She she would have she would have got best puppy." Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> so so everyone that you walk past knew that. Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. You're going, keep walking that way. <laughs> That's right. Sure. So it goes on, and and I was only not. No one knew me. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm.
1: They just they just see the dog there. She won, and and they probably thought, well. That's my competition there. Yeah. Don't can, say nothing. Can I ask a question
3: of you? Can I ask <laughs> you? Can I ask you then you've been to a lot of countries to judge and you've, you know, exhibited yeah. in different countries around mm-hmm. the world. What where do you think the best sportsmanship is then?
1: Best sports I tell you, that most recently it was Brazil. Okay. Right. Brazil. Everyone, every person and, and majority of the dogs there were um shown by professional handlers
2: mm-hmm. okay yeah.
1: majority of the dogs there but the, the um the crowd the the owners of the dogs outside the ring applaud and it was it was unbelievable it, it shocked me because mm. of seeing professional handlers and not knowing who the owners were and and the the, the 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 applause and and the shouting and everything that come from them when they won was unbelievable. Mm. Mm. I was really 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 impressed with that. You know, if I if anyone said to me, "I've got a judging impo- appointment in Brazil," and they said, "Would you, you know? Would you think? Have you ever been there?" I, I'd say to them, "Go," mm. because the hospitality and the, the sportsmanship was it. It really stood out. Mm. It really did. It really did stood it. And the sportsmanship that's at the rings in England now is, is I'd say non-existent, mm-hmm. only for a certain few. Mm.
2: Um,
1: but no, it's, I was really impressed with
0: Brazil. So in Brazil, it's just like appreciating a good dog, regardless whether it's your dog or, or not. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Because no one knew who the, you know obviously that the locals knew whose yeah. dog it was because yeah. they obviously knew the, the handler, yeah. But all the dogs were shown by uh professional handlers, um, not very good handlers to be honest with you, but um, <laughs> and they got paid but, for it, and they got paid for it, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Jeez. And and you see him. you say, oh, Didn't I see him showing staffers a minute ago? And he's Showing a toy breed yeah. <laughs> is completely different. <laughs> but yes. I would, how, many, I how many I dogs has this bloke got? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I hadn't judged for a, a, a little while. Um That was one of the things that really stood out yeah. in Brazil. The actual sportsmanship there. Mm. And everyone was pleased to help someone. Mm. Um I don't know whether it's... I don't know whether it, because there were new people in it, but Everyone wanted to learn something as well, yeah afterwards they'd come over and talk to you. and they actually put on a barbecue for us oh. and um Brazilian barbecue <laughs> yeah and, and picked us up and brought it and it was that the actual club that organized it yeah and um, even now, everyone's coming up asking questions yeah about dogs about dogs in u k what what breeding they should do and yeah. Uh, would you recommend this dog and uh, dogs from Europe? There was there was coming over with pictures of dogs. Oh, this this is from um, Sweden. This is from France. And this, what do you mm. think of this? What do you, everyone wanted to learn something? Mm. It was a it was a big educational trip for them. Mm. Every judge that was coming, and I'd spoken to um, Bev Harris uh, previous. Um, well, no, sorry, I actually spoke to her when i came back and i was talking to her there and she said she had the same thing
2: mm-hmm.
1: everyone everyone wants wants to speak to you mm-hmm. to find out our which way they should go for the breeding mm-hmm. so as i say like you know, if you if you need to learn and you want to get into it mm-hmm. just keep asking questions P- pester people you know the, in the end you you know the right ones because you'll see them at the side ring you'll make a beeline for them to have a chat with them and they go mm. and you say well oh, they don't want to talk to you but the ones that will talk to you are the ones that are passing the knowledge on mm.
0: before we let you go my friend yeah we'll, we'll ask this slightly differently because we sort of ask what do you what's your what's your top tip for show day but also i'm interested because i know that kim here wears certain pairs of shoes when she shows um mm. you got your lucky shoes yeah, the, gold ones. Yeah. <laughs> the gold shoes. <laughs> Did, number one, what's your top tip for show day? Number two, do you have a superstition?
1: Um, I don't, I don't really have a superstition. I always used to carry my same lead, mm-hmm. didn't it? Because my lead always used to. It was a thin, level lead,
2: mm-hmm.
1: but it was not. There was no. Like, in England, we showed like. When Kim shows a dog over there, you've got him on a slip lead
2: mm-hmm. or a slip
1: chain. Uh, we have a, a traditional collar and lead, um, but it's got a bit of bling on the collar. Mm-hmm. Mine, the, collar the collars had had the, the stones on it on, or studs on it, whatever you had on there. But my lead was always a, a, um, just a plain black thin lead. Mm-hmm. It was nice and comfortable in the hand, soft leather. So I could I could I could wrap it up. If you've got a new lead, it's really stiff and crunchy, mm-hmm. and it, it's hard on your hand. But mm-hmm. this one was not. It's nice it's only about I don't know uh, three eighths thick. It's it's good strong lever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's nice thin and soft. So it's I I'd, I'd always have a nice comfortable lead because it's in your hand the whole time, mm-hmm. and have a little, and have a. I used to use. I don't know whether you, you do them in uh, Australia. They're called um, uh, cheese strings.
0: Yeah. And we've got cheese strings here.
1: Cheese strings? He says... No, not cheese strings. Cheese strings. Sorry. I, I used to carry one of them. And uh, you just break a little bit of cheese off and use that yeah. as a bait for the dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, that, but and, and you can even like ne- just nip ne- nipping a a off call himself, but stringers. Yes. yes.
0: Oh, actually, yeah. actually, our daughter was feeding one to our dog yesterday. <laughs> yeah. not, a cheese string, not a g string. Cheese.
1: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well, I, I always used to like like them in my pocket. Yeah. You know, other people have like you know liver cake or something like that, or a bit of built on or something like that. Yeah. But, but that, I always favoured that little bit of cheese. Okay. Because uh, m- most dogs like cheese,
0: mm.
1: and it's great. It's great to train, train, train a puppy because you can, you know, munch it up in your finger and get it nice and soft, and just let them nibble at, at the, at the bit of cheese with the front teeth, mm-hmm. and it makes them stand still. So, yeah, uh, you know, that's that's. But the, as as for, as for sort of like, you know, yeah, it, it just it's just to be comfortable in the ring. Mm. Yeah, you got to be comfortable. You know, it's. I don't like wearing a suit. Mm. Um, you know, it's you know, have a nice comfortable pair of trousers, comfortable shoes because you're on your feet the whole day long.
2: Mm. Mm.
1: Uh, just feel comfortable in yourself, and and but the must was always had that lead with me. I've still got the lead. Mm. You know, I don't do a lot of showing now. You know, but I've still got that lead. It's not. It's a nice length to it, so I can let the dog if it's is, if it's a decent moving dog, I can let it nice, nice length for lead and let it move itself. Mm-hmm. Um, let it let it have the length for the lead so it's free free movement mm-hmm. rather than keep chunking at it and all those pieces. Mm-hmm. But it's nice and soft in the hand. Nice, yeah. You know, it's not no, no sort of hardness to the lever. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. if you've got a nice a, a big sort of half inch lever lead,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, it's it's uncomfortable in the hand. Mm-hmm. This one was just. Quarter of an inch, and it was lovely, nice and soft. I uh, say a lot of people have superstitions, but you know they got to be in the first in the ring or the last in the ring. And oh yeah, I just look in there. If I got a big tall dog, I will go and stand next to a big tall dog. I won't go and stand next to a little tiny dog because mm. it makes your dog look too big. <laughs>
3: See, in England, they just walk in; they don't call them in by number. Yeah, like right. we do yeah. here. We call right. them in by number. You get in a numerical order. Right, where there yeah. they, you just walk in the ring. Ah. Okay.
2: Yeah, you can stand stand
1: yeah, wherever, wherever you like. All like. oh, right. Mm.
0: Speaking of dogs, here comes the house. <laughs> Well, on that note, I think we might um, we might end it there. Thank you very much. Well, that was that was awesome. <laughs> That was easy. <laughs>
3: yeah, everybody gets to be worried. I was a bit worried. nervous no, no, it's, I told you, they're great. They're great people, Barb and Adam, and they no. make no, you thanks. feel very comfortable. I'm going to leave that to you. Yeah, that's the
1: main thing, isn't it?